Holy shit, guys. Holy shit. We got... We got a fucking sea of red coming in hot. It's it's here. It's taking over the stock market, cryptocurrency. Everything's falling. I'm losing my goddamn mind. I, I, I'm broke. I, I I'm scared to death. Uh, it's it's devastating to see all this red in the market. Even crypto is looking bad, and people people have been talking about crypto not being a part of the you know the the regular stock market like oh it doesn't follow the regular stock market there it's yes it does it's clear as day it does now and it's it's terrifying i'm i'm down so much so much money i mean everyone's everyone's down if you if you just google the stock market you'll be like holy shit what the fuck is going on i'm about to delete all my trading apps just so i stop checking on them it's like what's the, why am i even doing this to myself Almost all of my stocks are long-term plays, and it would have been smart for me to sell a couple of weeks ago and then buy the dip. Well, if it's it's not even dipped yet, but buy when it <laughs> drops even more. But I wasn't really watching my stocks that much. I've been focused on crypto, like every millennial. And when I saw crypto was going down, I noticed the rest of the stock market was falling too. Now, this might sound like gibberish to anyone that doesn't follow stocks or crypto, but to break it down very simply, stocks and cryptocurrencies are falling a lot. If you have a full-time job, you have a 401k, it's probably down a shit ton. Don't worry. This shit happens all the time. So there's always ups and downs. And it's it's mainly falling because there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. The U.S. inflation rate is at a 40-year high, and that, along with many other factors, has people scared out of their fucking minds now there's a lot that goes into this that plays into the stocks uh, and how they're priced and why they're falling but that's just some of the basics i'm gonna mention today in an article written by vox link in the description for anyone that wants to check it out emily stewart writes things might be bad for a while but they're probably not going to be bad forever this is a common uh, thing for the stock market. You know, you look at this uh, when the pandemic started, stocks dropped a lot as well. It took a while for them to recover. But this quote not only describes the stock market, it describes life. I've been dealing with this stock market crash pretty well because I know this is just temporary. It's just, it's like anything bad you deal with in life. It comes and goes. There's ups and downs. Earlier this year, I read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, where he says, When you arise in the morning, think of what a privilege it is to be alive, to think, to enjoy, to love. Yeah, you may be going through some tough times in life, but that doesn't mean your whole life is bad. You may be going through relationship issues, but you still woke up today. You were given an opportunity to live another day. What are you going to do with it? There's so many things to be grateful for in life. So while some parts of your life may be bad, like, you know, the stock market looking like shit. Guys, there, there's some people that have lost over $100,000. I thought I was down bad. Oh my gosh. So yeah, fucking life, life has its downs. No one's denying that, right? There's still a handful of reasons to keep going. Even if you don't see the end to your problems... 
Epictetus says, we cannot choose our external circumstances, but we can always choose how we respond to them. So, guys, it's the stock market right there. We can't choose how the stock market reacts, right? There's ways of analyzing it and being like, oh, I, I think the stock might go up here. It might go down here. But for the most part, you can't you can't 100% predict the, where a stock is going to go, okay? But you can choose how you react to how the stock market reacts, right? So if it's down, yeah, that's tough. But you choose how you react to that. Situations like this that happen every day, right? And you may not even be aware of it. Coworker treating you like crap? Respond with kindness. Respond with going to HR to discuss a possible transfer. Spilled coffee on your work shirt? Use this as a learning lesson to always pack a backup work shirt. When I was younger, I wanted to do it in the military, Air Force specifically. Unfortunately, my peanut allergy wouldn't allow me to. Recently, I even tried to apply to a warehouse that works with the military. And because you have to enlist, I couldn't do it because I have allergies to peanuts. That was really hard for me. There was nothing else I wanted to do with my life but be in the military. And when I was declined, I felt lost. I didn't know where to go. My life seemed off. It, it's like I missed the boat and now I was going to swim out to sea with no idea of the direction I was heading. I had to change the narrative in my head. I had to change how I responded to it, right? I can't, I can't choose the fact that I can't get into the military, right? That's, out, that's an external circumstance. I can't change the fact that I have peanut allergies. But I, what I can do is change how I respond to it. So I could, I could have fucking responded with being sad, with saying, oh, my life sucks because I can't do this. Just being really down on myself. And I was down on myself for a while until I flipped the narrative in my head. Right? I stopped having this victim mentality like, oh, look at me. I can't join the military. No. I changed that. I, so, so instead of thinking I'm lost without the military... I don't know what my purpose is. I started thinking, there's a reason I was born with this peanut allergy. And maybe it's there to stop me from joining the military. Now, I could have lied about my allergy and joined the military, but it's a deadly allergy. It's, it, it, it can kill me if I eat peanuts. And imagine that, like, I'm in basic training. I get handed, like, this fucking meal and I, I it has nuts in it. And then I have a chance of dying. They're like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? So it's, it, I just, there's no way I could have done it. And nonetheless, I didn't join unless some shot that comes out that eliminates my peanut allergy. I'm not joining in this lifetime. Uh, yeah, that point in my life was, was, was rough. It really messed me up. And it's funny, when you're at such a low point in your life, you can't see yourself getting out of it. You think this is going to last forever, and obviously it doesn't. The one good thing about going through hard times is that you realize that they make up just a fraction of your life. Sometimes they last a day, sometimes they last a year, but you do get past them eventually. And it kind of builds you as a person. Those hard times change you and and make up who you are. And what I've been working on recently is identifying when the down moment is occurring and trying to get out of it as quickly as possible. 
Kind of like when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you're in a funk. That's essentially a down moment in your life. You're, you're not acting how you usually act. You're kind of up, upset, moody, right? And figuring out how to get out of those funks quickly is vital to living a healthy life. Because those moments happen more often than you probably realize. And staying in them is a quick way down a dark road. Last month I was at work and I was dealing with a coworker I'm not fond of. Uh, the problem was they got upset at me to the point where I was visibly showing anger to others around me. That's how mad they got me. I was like, I don't want to talk to any of you fucks, right? These coworkers didn't do anything though. Why, why should they experience my anger? They shouldn't. And in the moment I, I realized what I was doing, I went on a break. I was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta talk to myself here. So I went on a break. I talked to myself and I said exactly that. Richard, what are you doing? These people didn't do anything to upset you. They shouldn't experience your anger. Now, I said much more things to myself. That's just kind of a light version of what I said. I'm actually, when I talk to myself, and this may, this probably doesn't work for most people, but I'm pretty mean to myself. Like, what the fuck, Richard? Like, get it together. You f you're, you're, you're really fucking up right now. Like, this is not you. You don't identify as an angry person, right? This is not who you are. That's kind of what I said. And you just got to find what works best for you. Some people respond better with that type of talk. Some people respond with a lighter version. And this works for any situation, right? Just like that quote earlier. We cannot choose our external circumstances, but we can always choose how we respond to them. Coffee spilled on your shirt? Tell yourself that situations like these occur. This is a normal part of life, and if you don't have an extra shirt, well now you know that you should pack an extra one for situations like this. And guys, that coworker that was treating me like crap, I did exactly what I mentioned above. I responded with kindness. Well, after I took that break and talked to myself. The best advice I've gotten in this past year is you don't control what happens, you control how you respond. The one thing you can always control is how you react. Life is going to have its ups and downs. That's inevitable. But you can make those downs a little bit more bearable with how you respond to them. This quote came from Ryan Holiday. He studies Stoicism. He studies ancient philosophy. And he's someone I've been following for a year now. I love what he does. I love what he creates. It's very inspiring. And it really helps me navigate my life. So if you enjoy what I'm talking about here, this is not a fucking ad for him, okay? I just love what he does and think more people need to listen to him. So if you enjoy what I talk about on this podcast, then you would definitely enjoy his YouTube channel and books. I'm currently, what book am I currently reading? Well, I'm, I'm currently reading Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. But I just got done with his, his book, Courage is Calling. And it was fan-fucking-tastic. So if you like what I talk about here, go check him out. I really think you'll enjoy him. That's going to do it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And please refer to a friend. It would help this podcast out tremendously. If you're not following me on Instagram, my personal page is PetrieRichard underscore. And my fitness page is Richard Petrie Fitness. Thanks again for listening. And I'll see you all next Thursday. Peace.